1: Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast, the podcast from Cardinal Authority. I am senior writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demley. and This is going to be our regular Friday game preview as Louisville hosts Boston College uh, at four o'clock at Cardinal Stadium. But before we dive into that, some big news coming out of the U of L uh, Athletic Office today, is uh, Athletic Director Vince Tyra uh, extended the contracts for three coaches, including Jeff Walls. And Jody, this that's that's big to obviously you know extend Jeff's out to, as well as the other coaches, and you know it sh- you know shows a positive movement. Uh, Justine Sowery of, of uh, field hockey and softball's Haley April also you know getting theirs extended as well. So good news out of U of L today. Yeah, I mean, look,
0: Jeff Walls and Justine Sowery are two of the most uh, uh, successful coaches on campus in the last uh, you know ten years. Justine's been around eleven. Jeff has been around. This is his fifteenth season. Um, and when you think about the, the success that they have both had, uh, Holly April is this is her fourth year. You know, and one of those years has been a COVID year when they didn't think they were going to play and then they were going to play and then they missed a bunch of games and all that. So really, she's only had two seasons. And one of those two seasons, they made it into an NCAA regional tournament. So uh, success for all of the coaches, all of the coaches that do have success are going to get rewarded. And as you see in college sports right now, this is why the kind of, I'll use walls as that example, what you kind of have to do is you have to make sure that these coaches are extended out. Um, It's so big in recruiting. And we talked about it. Remember when Dan McDonald got his deal, the million dollar deal, what was it like three or four, four years ago now maybe um, and and got extended again Um, in recruiting, you have to be, four years out right now, or more than four years out right now in most cases, because recruiting starts at such a young age for so many of these programs, you know, Jeff Walls, like it or not, the way their sport has gone right now, Jeff Walls and his staff have offered a bunch of 2025 recruits. Okay. (laughs) So think about that. You have to be, you have to be on, you have to have, a coach or, or a lot of these kids want to know that that coach is going to be there it's not like they're going to commit right now which some of them do but you know and in and, in and, and some of them most of them won't uh but it's about that it's about that perception of okay that coach is going to be there now through 2028 if a 2025 says that then okay they're going to be there for at least half of my career that that's big with these families and that's why in college sports it's become more and more prevalent that this that this is happening
1: yeah, and you and you really obviously got to tip the hat to Vince Tyra for being aware of you know obviously if, if you're the AD, you need to be aware of those situations and and certainly taking care of the of the folks to to meet those you know the demands that both the you know on the floor as well as in the recruiting circles. So um, yeah, and and one one other quick thing,
0: real quick, because I don't think a lot of people realize we had a whole podcast a, a year or so ago back in and you know right at right. In, in the middle of kind of COVID or towards the end of COVID, I guess, uh, wh- whatever, I guess we're still in COVID. So really what, we're, we're not <laughs> in the end of the you, pandemic. <laughs> you, you, you know, you know what I'm talking about. We had yeah. a podcast a year or so ago yeah. where we talked about coaches on campus and we were talking about the, the most successful ones and who would, you know, I mean, everybody has, who's the best, who's this, who's that, what kind of thing. Justine's salary is way up there yeah. um, from what she has taken over and, 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 and look Um, The program was at a a very high level when she took it over, Um, but to take it and make it even better uh, to where the last three or four years, a lot, well, they were number four seed in the NCAA tournament in 2019. They were a number three seed last year. And if the, if they could win the next, you know, the next three games here and to end the regular season and win the ACC championship again, which, They very well could do. Um, There's a chance they could be the two or three seed uh, in the NCAA tournament this year. They're ranked number four, uh, you know, right now. So what she has done has just been unbelievable. Uh, It's fascinating to watch that program and how uh, they keep the good kids here they're getting a lot of good kids from up East and they're getting a lot of the international, a lot of talented international kids now. And that's where you kind of go over the kind of the edge as far as uh, so to speak with uh, in field hockey, and know that you're a really good program is when you can get that international competition. So congrats to all three of them. I do expect Danny Busboom Kelly to be in that next cycle. And, you know, I, I, people like, I know on that thread, were like, kind of freaked out from one. I'm like, (laughs) Like there's no reason. I mean, Danny's on. She's she's got a contract, and 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 the contract is is not up, uh, you know. And and I don't think it's up for another at least another two years. I think it's I think it goes through 2024 right now because I think in 2018 uh, three. I think in 20. 2018 or 2019 she got a five-year deal a five-year extension so she's either got another year or two left and I would be you know I'd be surprised if at the end of this season they didn't try to lock her up for you know for longer with the success that they're having being number two in the country but uh, but yeah it's not a it's not an issue as far as uh Danny Busboom Kelly is concerned they will uh they will get to that one it's uh it's just a matter of kind of how they go through these contracts and, and, and when they're dated and, and all that kind of good stuff. So it's not that big of a deal.
1: No. And again, congratulations, like you said, to the three that have gotten it. And, and I was going to bring up, uh, you know, Danny Busboom uh, Bus Kelly because of the success he's had, just like everybody, I mean, because of the success she's having with volleyball, that's clearly going to be the, the the first question people have. What, what about coach Danny? So um, it took home and I believe hers was in 2018. So I think she's probably got another year left, but like you, I think, We'll probably hear her name and a contract deal uh, in the months to come. So, uh, congratulations to all of them. And uh, and now let's let's kind of transition over to, to football. Jody, big game for uh, Scott Satterfield and his staff and team uh, this Saturday as Boston College comes into Cardinal Stadium. Cardinals, I think last time I checked, uh, yes, last night I should check now, but it was six to six and a half point favorite uh, uh, over the Eagles. Um, and the game, I don't you know, I don't know if you want to call it a must win, but it's pretty dang close if you want to entertain, you know, the potential of going to a bowl game this year, you know, you've got some tough games coming up, um, which Louisville can win some tough games, but you, you want to win the games that you're certainly the favorite. Look, I I'm,
0: I'm of the, I'm of the mindset that yes, I don't, I, I don't ever think any game is a, I, like, I, I think must win is kind of overused a little bit. I think every game is a must win because <laughs> you only get, you only get 12 opportunities yeah. in, a, in a year. So so anytime you go out there, I think you I think I think you're you're pressured to, to get a win, you know, especially in college sports like we see now and and people getting fired all the time and all that kind of good stuff. So I, I, I don't like to, to say that. But, yes, this is a very, very, very important win, a, important game. I'll say that. Um, but, Michael, I, I look at maybe I'm different than than many. Um, I look at Boston College, NC State, Clemson. Syracuse and Duke, or Duke and Syracuse, I guess is what it is. That's it, it, the Syracuse next year. five. That's the next five. Yeah. I look at them kind of all the same. Um, I think Louisville will be favored in three. I think Louisville will be a slight underdog in the other two. I think all five of those games are like the last couple of games we've seen that could go down to the to the wire, and 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 you're very close. I literally think. That the, that the ACC this year is that close and is that tight. Now, should Louisville win this week? Yes, this is one of the games that they should win. If they don't win this week, it's going to put them, their backs up against the wall. But next week against NC State is not a game that I look at and think, oh, wow, we're going in and we're – it's not like you're going to Clemson in 2016 or not like you're going to Clemson last year. Not like you're going to Clemson in – or 2018, I guess, is when we went to Clemson and we're a what, twenty-eight or thirty-two point underdog. You're not going to be more than a four, five, six, seven, eight point underdog to, to NC State, and and depending on how things go, Louisville could be favored over Clemson even if they lose at NC State next week. <laughs> so, this is this is this is a big win. This a big game this weekend. But I really think that this is a team, a Louisville team. I think this is an ACC league where everybody is very close. Everybody is so similar as far as the end results are concerned. Um, You know, the ACC has more uh, one scored games than anybody in the country. They've got more. I think the stat is they've got more 3.4 and under wins than any other league combined in the country. So, I mean, you're talking about a league that has just had a lot of games like this. And I think it will continue. Um, and, And I, and like I said, I expect Louisville to win this weekend. I really think that they will. Um, I think it's one of those um, – it's one of those games that uh, that will be close. Uh, but I think Louisville – I think Louisville wins in the end.
1: Yeah, I, and I love the points you bring up, which really emphasizes the need to win those close games. I mean, and that's what has stung Louisville, obviously, in its last two outings losing by a combined four points both games. You know, that – in my opinion and probably most people's opinions should have been W's for Louisville. Uh, so instead of sitting five and one, uh, you know, or four and two, they're sitting here three and three and needing to pick up, you know, in, in facing potential must-win games. Uh, but like you, I think, you know, it, it's a wide open race. You, you've got to learn. Uh, Louisville's got to learn how to finish. And we've heard both Scott Satterfield and, and Brian Brown talk about finishing uh, this week. Um, you know, so I'm looking forward to, to seeing, what becomes of their off week? You know, obviously they got some guys healthy, you know, but something that really, you know, I, I think is a kind of a weird stat really is you look at these last two games Louisville had and back-to-back games of, with over 500 yards of total offense, back-to-back games with over 200 yards on the ground, and they come up with a loss. You, you just – you can't do that – especially back-to-back. I mean, those are the kind of numbers where you expect to come out the victor, and because of, you know, fourth quarter quarter collapses or however you want to define it, uh, you know, they end up with a loss. You know, so we we heard Brian Brown talk about and Scott Satterfield talk about the need for some more pressure, um, especially when they're in those close, you know, end-of-game situations. Um, So I'm curious to see how that does, uh, you know, translate onto the field this week. You know, will we be able to notice a difference? You know, I think if it's close, we might see a little bit more uh, you know, pressure trying to get to the quarterback, um, you know, in the fourth quarter. So it's, I'm curious to see how the game plans come out because even offensively, you know, they, they changed up a little bit when they were playing, uh, Virginia in the last time out and, and kind of took them out of their flow. So I'm curious to see how both Scott Satterfield and Brian Brown, uh, call their offense and defense respectively this week.
0: Yeah. You know, we were having a little chat on the, uh, with, you know, kind of pregame radio kind of stuff. And, I, we were talking about close games and finishing and, and, and all that kind of stuff. I, I think, uh, first of all, it's difficult to win a college football game, no matter who, I mean, when you win them, you've got to be excited. And that's why, that's why I don't get mad when, when kids, whether it be Louisville or anybody celebrates or people rush the field, you know, that kind of, I don't get mad at that kind of stuff because it, it, it is tough to, it's tough to win a college football game. Now, with that said, um, the close games is a big issue. You got to learn how to do that. And, but we were talking on the, uh, with our, with the radio crew, like, imagine the difference. So Louisville comes off that terrible year in 2018 and in 2019, they won every close game possible. Okay. Remember yeah. that every one of those games, the ball bounced the way for Louisville all the time. Imagine if they hadn't won those games, but yet last year, they started winning close games when they started losing close games. And it kind of fed into this year because that it, it changes the whole perspective of everything, really, to, to be honest, um, because that first year they and I don't know what the difference I, I, I really I've kind of gone back. I've tried to rack my brain. I've tried to figure out. I'm like, what was that difference that first year under Scott Satterfield where they won a bunch of those close games? And now they just can't seem to get over the hump in those close games. And, uh, and, and quite honestly, that was the year. Remember that, 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 that pass started as the quarterback and Malik came in. And, you know, so it wasn't like, it wasn't like that. It was, you know, Lamar was still back there or anything like that. It was, you know, it's, it's, it's really weird uh, to me how they were so good that first year and have been so bad, you know, since then, I think tomorrow is a good chance i think boston college game is a good chance for louisville to be able i don't want to say take a breather on defense because this is a very good offensive line and they can run the ball but i don't think this is an offense that's going to put as much pressure on louisville as the last few weeks and what and what we've seen i think this is a very good opportunity for this team to be able to get some things going on defense And for the offense to be able to control things, I've said this over and over and over and over again on podcasts this year, Louisville is a better offense, a more consistent offense, when Malik Cunningham isn't sitting back there trying to throw the ball all over the lot. They're a better offense when Malik Cunningham is sitting back there or when Malik Cunningham gets the opportunity, okay, I'm either going to run or I'm going to hand it off. And, oh, you know what, hey, this RPO looks good here. I might throw it this time. I might do that. When he is comfortable, when, when he is back there throwing a lot, he looks uncomfortable to me. And I think that's to, to me, hopefully tomorrow that's the game plan is to let him kind of do what he can
1: do best. Yeah. And that's one of the things that Virginia did well uh, against Louisville is they kind of, you know, kept, you know, Malik, you know, in the pocket, you know, and, and it worked out well. Uh, but like you, I think the defense, you know, taking a breather is clearly not what you want to do, but it's not, you know, it's, it, it's not, you know, Ole Miss or or Virginia, where you have these super accurate quarterbacks or or talented quarterbacks with talented receivers that, that can just sit there and, and pick you apart. Um, you know, this is going to be one where they they want to, you know, go on the ground. They will throw, um, but you know, they are they are a run first team. So obviously, Louisville's got to you know be able to stop the run this week. Um, so. You know how will they how how they come out and how they respond after two you know straight losses and an off week. Um, you know I'm looking forward to seeing their mindset because I think they're probably uh, I think well Malik said it great the other day. You know he's still motivated by all those losses from 2020. Um, and basically said that this Boston College game is one that he really really wants uh, you know to get a W in you know because you know he I think what turnover you know a couple turnovers from him last year he got knocked out for a play or two against Boston College. Uh, last year and you know but outside of that I mean he had a a fantastic game you know so obviously he wants to control the mistakes obviously have no turnovers and I think if Malik is able to do that Louisville's in a good position to win this game you know probably potentially cover by the end if they close (laughs) and we may have lost Jody so again Louisville is um are you there there you go yep I, I don't
0: know what I, I got a I got a I got a text message and it like told me to stop talking and then it told me to start <laughs> talking again. I don't know what happened there. As we wrap up, because I, I, I uh, we both have to we both have other things to do. Good good crew visiting. Check out on the front page. Uh, we'll have a couple stories up, but a good crew visiting this weekend. Uh, smaller crew, but but one that they can uh, that they can actually uh, you know spend some time with these guys while they're here. Uh, one official visit. Uh, I, I we'll have our picks up. Uh, later tonight and, uh, and we'll have full coverage of the game hopefully a win for Louisville
1: yep plus post game reaction from all the from the recruits that did make it so uh, appreciate you tuning in with us make sure you stay on Cardinal Authority for plenty of pre-game coverage in-game coverage post-game coverage and so on so just keep clicking around and uh, we'll have it all covered for you for Jody Demling I am Michael McCammon this has been the Cards Cast from Cardinal Authority